Hello everybody, welcome to the Panther Pod. My name is Annika and I am a writer for the Panther Press. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of our social media series. Today, Mr. Roberts will be joining us to talk about how algorithms have affected the content that we see. But before we begin, would you like to introduce yourself more? Sure, good morning. This is Mark Roberts, Coach Roberts, Mr. Roberts, whatever you'd like to call me. Um, I uh, am in my sixth year teaching here at Klein Oak High School, teach computer science, and uh, just happy to be here with you guys this morning. Thank you. Okay, so first thing, what? how would you define a social media algorithm? Uh, a social media algorithm, um, it's going to vary based on the social media platform, but uh, they all have algorithms that basically control the content that you see in your feed as a user. There are three main types of algorithms that social media sites use. Consequential prediction, preferential prediction, and preemptive prediction. Um, consequential prediction, it shows like the like possible things that the use, the social media user may want to look at. This can be based off of current events or just like stuff they've looked at before. Preferential prediction, it tries to figure out exactly what the user wants. So that's like, say you look something up on Google and suddenly you see a bunch of ads for it on Instagram or stuff like that. And then there's also preemptive prediction, which that one's a little bit more iffy it doesn't give the user a choice in their content so basically it shows them information without giving them the choice of something else so they only see like one side of a story but they won't see the other side is algorithm awareness a thing that you believe app developer app developers should be more conscious of uh, definitely app developers as well as users. Um, we, we all need to be aware of how that information is being used uh, both to our benefit and maybe not so much to our benefit. Well, what types of things do you teach your students and do any of them relate to social media algorithms? So uh, computer science uh, covers a lot of different subjects. I believe we have uh, 19 different subjects here that we teach between myself and the other computer science teacher. Um, as for me, um, I teach um, video game design. Uh, I have the AP uh, computer science principles class. Uh, I also teach the regular uh, computer science class as well as cybersecurity. Okay. How do you think that social media has helped society? Uh, it definitely has put people in touch with, uh, with each other that uh, normally wouldn't have that uh, based on physical distance. So it has brought people together. Um, I can give a great example. Uh, there are people that uh, I uh, ran around with in high school that I hadn't heard from for 30 years, and now we're connected again on social media. So uh, in that regard, it's very good. Do you think that it's harmed society in any ways? Uh, definitely there has been some adverse effects from it, uh, especially and lately in the news you probably um, heard things about uh, Twitter and the fact that they have uh, suppressed um, some content uh, that normally would have been delivered. So it, whenever it becomes uh, a political issue or something that's very sensitive and you now have the social media platform, which is not supposed to be a biased um, delivery mechanism uh, engaging in that type of behavior, then it becomes, it could even become dangerous. What differences do you see in a teen's approach to social media than to an adult's approach? Um, I, I think the, the, the reasons for using social media are vastly different between a teenager and an adult. Um, 
adults, really it's more um, about uh, a pleasurable experience connecting with people. Uh, I think for um, teens, young adults, uh, it's it's quite a bit different because you're you're using it for not just that, uh, but also to uh, put your image, your self-image, out on the uh, on the internet and. That can be a very uh, dangerous thing, especially in this day and age when we know that employers are looking at uh, people's social media accounts uh, as part of the interview process. Do you have any advice for teens on their social media use? Be careful. <laughs> be careful what you post because it will follow you. Your digital footprint will follow you for the rest of your life. Okay. What information do you think is necessary for social media to use, like for, to gather from the user? For the platform providers, yeah. Um, well, it's everything's about money. Everything comes down to money, and the advertising dollar is probably the biggest piece. Selling information, um, and that's that's what social media. That's how they that's how they earn their revenue. Um, for and I'll give you a, an example here. I was I was using Google search engine the other day to to look up a product that I was interested in, and all of a sudden on my Facebook feed, uh, there was an advertisement for what I was just searching on Google. So we know that these companies are working together now to, to share information. So you just really have to be careful in what you, uh, what you search and, and what you're doing with it. What information do you think should be off limits no matter what? Personal information definitely should be off limits. Um, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, everything else is up to the user in terms of what they want to put out there. But I think uh, there's some responsibility with the platform providers to uh, to limit what users. To, I guess basically, I'm saying to protect users from themselves so that they don't put information out that would that could potentially be harmful. Are you able to tell when and how your social media feed has been tailored to your taste? Um. It's difficult, uh, and it varies by platform provider, um, but I, I think uh, everyone knows when um, their feed starts being tailored specifically to their interest that uh, they've got a pretty good handle on what your likes and dislikes are. Okay. Um. So should app developers be the ones working towards algorithm transparency? Uh, definitely. I, I think it's a, a combined effort. Uh, if we left it up to the app developers who are controlled by the companies that are putting out the, the social media platforms, it's probably going to be a little bit one-sided. It's going to be in their best interest and not necessarily ours. So there should be, and I think there's some legislation coming um, in this area. So stay tuned. I think over the next six months to a year we're going to see some changes in the social media. How would users educate themselves on different social media algorithms? Uh, there's a lot of information uh, on the internet. There's a ton of videos you can watch. Uh, every platform is a little bit different in terms of how they develop their algorithms. So if you want to get a better handle on that, you could, for example, you could search for algorithms for Instagram and it would be specific for Instagram. They're going to have similarities, but there's also differences and nuances. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today, and thank you listeners for tuning in to today's episode. Come back next week where we'll discuss effects social algorithms have on society. We hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.